The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. Informing you, entertaining you, changing your life forever. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. It's good enough. Now we're cooking. All right. We're ready? We're rolling? Do we do the claps yet? Yeah. Oh, good. I can't. That's how far behind. All right. Hold off on your present for me. Okay. Which is now required. Every week. Every, no. Every, every time I see you, every time you turn and look at me. <laughs> oh my! Whenever God. you turn, I got to get some money. <laughs> Here it is. Okay, Ready? Here's Pop it up. Ready? Here's turn around. I'm doing never ending every story. Every now and then, I get Frank something special. I was going never ending story. Oh, that's a different <laughs> one. I went Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> that's what we do. All right. So, uh, a big big show today. I've been hearing that's how you start shows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know there's a lot going on right and i want to i want people to know what's coming their way because we're we're merging the nerding segment right uh and keep keeping it from being its own podcast and now going to be right you looked away i need a ah, shoot a here football uh the nerding segment is going to be in this we got a, a bunch of uh College foot. We're going to talk about football. Okay. Uh, Ed Orgeron, which you haven't even heard. I can't I've heard, heard but I didn't pay attention. No, no, I didn't pay attention no, no, to college football. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't, might be the easiest impression it, it ever, is. Right? I've heard it from a lot of people. <laughs> it's, just, it's going to be a lot. Of, it's going to be something special. Don't plan it then yet. We got we got something so we can work on it. Gotta try it without even having it. Almost from ASU, none of his friends believe that he's actually going to a podcast. Strange. They think he's- this is all strange, and I'm part of it, and I don't like it. <laughs> right? Uh, Scott and I were off there. We're talking about Tracy Lords. Similar vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Frank met a young Frank met a young boy at the airport, and suddenly he's with us. Listen, this is like Liberace. It's making the pod band. <laughs> yeah. making the pod. If if I'm here in two weeks, and he's had some surgery to look more like you. We'll know this is well. Out you know what? <laughs> and he's wearing these glasses. Right. <laughs> you start dressing him up. We haven't. We have not miked Sean yet because he's he's working the cameras. Right. But I've, I'm already finding that he gets what we're doing, and Good. I'm gonna wish that he had a mic. Um, he's got some stats. He was on his way to see a Dodgers game when I met him. Um, so he he knows uh, sports really well because he goes to Dodgers yeah, games. No, Apparently, I'm... that's my logical. <laughs> That's a, that was Norm McDonald logic. So he uh, so he goes to Dodgers games. So he uh, he knows stuff. <laughs> Hire that guy. So I have the glasses on, and the reason that you tried to steal the glasses, I didn't steal them, but I like them, and I, I can't see up close. So I was like, I wonder if these are kind of the same as what I need, and they're perfect. 
Yeah, I can't. I can't believe they're perfect. Perfect. I, they're bothering me a little bit because well, I can't see distance with those on. I put them well, on. Maybe them. that's why, because I'm looking too yeah. far. Yeah, that's what. If happening. you look straight down, those are perfect. Oh, they are great. Yeah, but I didn't. Real, I didn't yeah. get that far yet with them. Yeah, and I didn't realize why I was. Yeah, that that accent on that syllable that far <laughs> yet with them. What's <laughs> going? I'll talk about. That's what it's gonna be. That's that tremendous. That's tremendous syllabication. At that. first, I thought you said you were doing Tom Bergeron. I'm like, that's terrible. But it's another guy, Ed Ogeron. Ed Ogeron. Okay, yes. I misunderstood. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it, it's names are tough. <laughs> They're hard. Be and memories. You can't see. Yeah. Memories. I have age. a filter on right now, don't I? I look like I'm like you're looking through Vaseline. <laughs> I, no, I'm, it's like I'm looking at Valerie Bertinelli. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I. That's who I see. And I want to do a cooking show with. Well, of course you do. I'm beautiful. The first thing that I want to get to was Disney Plus because this yeah. has taken over our house, our household. Um, you have not logged into it yet. I haven't had time. I've barely been home. But uh, I, I am aware that I will be held hostage by Mickey quite soon. Yeah. I will be downloading this entire operation. He's similar to me at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> uh, want some free TV? I'll over here for a second. You like Star Wars? It's only one place to get it now, pal. How much? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Seven bucks. I'll give you what you need. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. It's the introduction to what will eventually cost us. No, 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 no. That's Platinum Disney. <laughs> well, I Wait. wanted to see the Pixar. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait a second. You mean that I only get uh, the ability to see the first three Marvel movies? You just bought the bare necessities. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Give me five more. I'll let you see Pixar. That's 12 a month now. We're getting them all. <laughs> Whatever it was, we're only going to let you see Pixar yeah. in 2D. See, I make him evil. Like he's yeah, like, yours is. Mine's me. Oh, that's because he's evil. Yours is Miki. It's Miki. Miki. Come here, Miki. Over here, buddy. <laughs> you like TV? Because you're not going to have any unless you start paying the mouse. <laughs> you're $7, Mickey. Break your arm. <laughs> Platinum. 14. Mickey's breaking your arm with the three fingers. It's yeah, That's how big oh, Mickey's gotten. Look at yeah, this. That's how he's gotten. The reason to me that it's gone crazy is because we all acted like we wanted a la carte TV. They gave it to yes. us. And they act, We I think as a society, we all thought to ourselves, oh, this is a great idea. We get to pick and choose. And they went, <laughs> you want to pay for every channel? Right. Okay. And then we're going to eventually wean ourselves off and be $450 into five networks that show us everything we've ever wanted. Yeah, I, it's it's unbelievable, though. I My daughter is going into the the vault and yeah. taking a look at stuff she hasn't watched since she was nine. Yeah. She's 13 now. But we did come across maybe the greatest show in future history. Okay. Which is uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I saw that on the list of shows, and then it said, <laughs> the description said, Jeff discusses tattoos, pots and pans, and the like. And I'm like, that's a show? The, the okay. first episode is about sneakers. And he just, he comes on, and it's unbelievable. He's, he comes on, he's like, ah, uh, Jeff Goldblum here. That's how he starts out the show. Ah, uh, Jeff Goldblum here, Goldblum here. I, I, uh, I love jazz. I'm a jazz guy. Uh, and uh, I'm a curious cat. That's, that's, exa- that's it. That's exactly how he starts. I'm concerned about him because I remember when he went through his sex symbol phase, and the shirts were all unbuttoned down to his belly button, and he was ripped. 
and he'd go on these talk shows and he'd be cool. And then he got this quirky reputation. Now he dresses like Senator Paul Simon and he starts everything like he's insane. It's all a different person. Oh, everything is very, very yeah. odd. He talks about <laughs> sneakers. And he's, he's like, what? Why? <laughs> Why do we like sneakers? They they used to be something you. That's why I'm wearing the glasses right. too. That's the whole. And I'm, and I'm I'm getting a headache because these glasses are bothering me. But he starts. He goes into the the sneakers. Take a look at these sneakers. Yes, this is. Uh, these are the Kyrie's. Look here. Look here. Look here, Mickey. Uh, yeah. they're SpongeBob. Who uh, are you, ready, kids? <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Uh, SpongeBob uh, SquarePants. Yes, 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 yes. Doesn't it seem like, like in every movie where aliens take over a body and then they become fascinated with the mundane, that that's what's happened to Jeff Goldblum? Now you're fogging up. Are you all right? right. No, it started to, I start my head. <laughs> My brain was actually starting to come through my eyes yeah. and go, go Let me into see those. Yeah, wear those. It's much. Uh, it's uh, very interesting. Yes, what just, these? Oh, ah, oh wait, what they do? Hold on a second. You're oh. doing with your hand. You're kind of doing yeah. a Groucho Marx. Yes, ah. yes, yes. Say the secret yes. word, and it's, uh, it's uh, uh, kleptomania. Yeah, here it is. Perfect. Hundred Why? dollars. Why? Why? Ah, he starts doing this in the show. Ah, oh, <laughs> he just takes a vowel and puts an H on it. Ah, sometimes. Oh. Why? Why? Yes, yes. My favorite. A part-time vowel. Why? 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 Look at Scott. He's wondering why he's in the show so far. But we'll get to you, Scott. We have a lot to do. Um, he's become a different human being over the last. Like every every five years, he develops a new. Jeff he's like Goldblum. Madonna. Yes, he yes. reinvents himself. He's just Goldblum. Now he's Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't get it because this is a different Goldblum than. 15 because years he's ago, found probably. what works. He's found the new it's thing. It's selling. Yes. Yeah. And he's. And I feel like I'm being sold a little. Like, am I, are you putting one over on me? This can't be. You can't be this fast. You can't be that weird. But you yeah, can't be you that can't, weird. On purpose. He's, yeah. he's Jeff Gold in Goldblum in the Harry Carey sketch. Yes. From Saturday Night Live. Exactly. It's it's that it's that weird that ah ah ah. So wait a second. <laughs> Do and he he oddly doesn't get things like he goes into this street basketball game. <laughs> And he starts talking, and he does a layup, and they're like, oh, man, yeah, yeah. Ed Orgeron was there. He's like, oh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> but he, he starts to – he does like a little layup, but he's got, he's got like these spindly little legs. Yeah. He's, uh, oh, he's playing uh, in the game? Uh, oh, yes. I'm Because he bought sneakers? I'm Squidward. <laughs> yes. He's very Squidwardy. Ah, too, Allie. Oop. Yes. So he he's he's playing he learns he gets uh sneakers made for him all sorts of stuff. But I want I That's start to weird. think as I'm watching the show I'm thinking what's the pitch for this show? Yeah. He comes in or th- maybe they're having a meeting. They're all talking like some network yeah. executives and they're talking amongst themselves and like uh gee, Jeff Goldblum wants to pitch the show. <laughs> what what what's the show? I don't know. But I think we're going to buy it. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum comes in. He's like, hello, gentlemen. How are you? Uh, uh, I'm ready to pitch my show. What is it? I walk around. <laughs> I point to things. And I do this. Oh. Ooh. 
<laughs> that is brilliant, Jeff. I think we're going to run with it. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Point to something on me, Jeff. Ah, uh, look at your look at that uh, tie. Oh my look God! At, oh, the buttons though. The buttons though. Those buttons. If they weren't fastened, your shirt would be. Uh, be uh, this is, this is happening. Getting, this is how you met the uh, getting intern. better. This is getting better. That's how I met Gina Davis. <laughs> this is exactly how the airport visit. This is the fly, a brental fly. Oh, oh, creepy. Yes. <laughs> he does. He does all these. Little is it worth watching, or is I, it just too weird for the Toledo? Did you like, love it? I it's I could. I wanted to turn away, and I couldn't stop watching it. It was so much Jeff Goldblum that I was. I had to rewind it a couple of times to see if he was playing. Yeah, that's how I feel like I'm getting played on. He that. goes to sneaker con, uh, and he's just walking around at a sneaker convention, yeah. and people aren't really noticing that Jeff Goldblum is there. Was that odd to you? Yes, very. He's, odd. he's walking. He's walking around. I've got my cloak of invisibility here. <laughs> And then he's talking about shoes. So he's looking at these shoes. He's these, so how much for these shoes? And the, a guy's buying $35,000 yeah. worth of shoes in cash. And, and so Goldblum's yes. like, wait a second, wait a second. $35,000. That's, that's, that's an indubitous amount of money. That's huge. Uh, how do you extract that? He uses the word extract in the show. How do you extract that from your pocket to pay for it? Uh, that's amazing. And I'm thinking 34000 And I looked at his glasses. And those designer glasses yeah. he's wearing are probably thousands of dollars uh, worth of glasses. The favorite part to me was how proud he was when he there, he goes to Adidas in in Portland. Adidas, uh, Adidas, <laughs> which is the actual uh, German pronunciation. Adidas. I work for them once. Yeah. I did a corporate show for them, and that's they do say really? Adidas is. Oh, what really? We are doing this is the, the business of Adidas. People are calling us Adidas, but we are Adidas. They also actually run my network. <laughs> I'm friends with Adidas. If you know what I mean. Well, I could take them all on. The best part was, so he's at Adidas, and they show him their design, and they do a thing where they actually hook people up to a computer and watch their reactions <laughs> oh to when they look at shoes. This is ridiculous. And so oh, Jeff it's great. Goldblum just lights up because he gets a chance to fool the computer to see if his if it can if he can check the emotions that the computer yes, can read. because and he nails them. Oh yes, because actors will find a way to survive this computer i can outsmart it yes i can i can do what i did with the aliens he was in so independence day. yeah oh yeah he's like okay how about this i'm ecstatic yes 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 <gasps> so how about this surprise oh yeah I joy give me joy jeff <laughs> sorrow yeah oh <laughs> Hold on. Oh, well, this is Good. fun. Let's do more. Let's do more. Let's do more. Uh, uh, Scott euphoric. Ah! Orgasmic. Oh! Holy. <laughs> that was you again. Oh, no. wait a second. That, that who, who, uh, questioning. I'm doing questioning. I'm trying, but the meters on the computer are going crazy. Enthralled? Oh. Oh. Surprised. <gasps> he actually does that. Yeah. That's what he does. And he goes, surprise, and he goes, <gasps> Educational? Well, well, uh, well, I changed, I changed characters there. I, that would be a very, that'd be very different. I, but what I will do, no matter what, yeah, is save the world. <laughs> it sounds too weird for me to want to watch. Uh, I think it might start to upset me that I feel like uh, the bar for entertainment no, has dropped. No, you can't turn away. Yeah. I, I, I went. Michelle was watching it on the big TV, the nine screens, and yeah. all add up into one. And yeah. uh, sorry, Scott. Yeah, but we had to work you in somehow. <laughs> and. 
She's watching it. I'm in the kitchen uh, because you can watch it from so far away. That's a big so TV. huge. And I just I kept I was trying to turn away to go to bed, and then I just kept being mesmerized. Yeah. I could not. I yeah. had to see it. I want to watch it, but I'm afraid that I'm going to be like, oh, he's playing a character the, called you, Jeff Gold. Do you have any sound from that? I think he's just become that. I, I, it's I like wonder. De Niro and stuff where they're, yeah. hey, hey, hey. They're their own hey, impression now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But, but you know. I did not get any sound. There's okay. nothing out on the net yet, and so okay. I didn't want to Yeah, get any problem. Yeah, problems, I understand. But... I understand. Hold on a second. <gasps> sad. <laughs> sad. Very sad. Melon. What I was Cal- hoping Mel- for. Melon. Collie. Melon, just for Gallagher. Gallagher, too. <laughs> Melon. Collie. What happens when you can't pull sound? <laughs> All right. We don't need sound. We got that. Oh, no. Let's just. Yeah, go. I'm intrigued by that, but I'm not going to spend $7 a month for that. Uh, the man. I'm, I'm telling you already, I like it. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um,. The Disney Plus is already. I'm I'm worried that it's going to be a little bit of like when we got uh, what's the what's the fully immersive uh, not 3D kind of uh, hmm. what's it called the not uh, that's the show. No, when you put the oh virtual reality, virtual reality, yeah, yeah. So when you put the virtual reality, you play that for like three days, yeah, and then it doesn't matter anymore because nothing, everything looks like blocks, yeah. It looks like you're in yeah. Minecraft, basically. Well, when they when porn gets hold of that, we're all done. When Jeff Goldblum gets, yeah, I'm not. I ah, I'm done. Just Once like porn that. gets virtual reality, none of what we're talking about matters. No, no, no one will leave the house. So, uh, where was I going with that? Um, who cares? We're going to uh, <laughs> let, let's do a Colin Coward. Let me shift to this. <laughs> so, Scott, you are still here. First of all, hey, uh, I, I I thought I was part of the NBA and it was like load management where I wasn't part of the show this week. I just would sit here on the bench, just kind of take it in. You're giving you a breather for later in the season. <laughs> yeah. You know, can, the difference, I, the, the difference, you're not getting paid. No, I <laughs> can, can I mention that uh, quickly that I'm old school about that, where I feel like players, you know, maybe should show up. Uh, I think of the old time superstars who always played hurt you know for example you never asked for who never asked for load management i was thinking about this today peter north never <laughs> asked for load management he did and that's my new segment today uh, i'm gonna offer every week i got one joke and the punchline is peter north that is all i'm gonna say and load gonna management. Wait, hold on can you yeah. do can you do your nfl jokes and have that as a punch uh, next week. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I, yeah, I could see I'll, NFC Peter North. <laughs> hey, by, by the way, he was way ahead of his time because he was streaming way before <laughs> oh, streaming nice. was actually going on. Boom. All right. All right. So, okay, that, well that played. Cool. Speaking okay. of, uh, you know, there had to be a girl. There had to be a girl that worked with Peter North that went to HR. There had there was no HR. There was an HR. There was HR so, puffin stuff, was a, was which was his HR. other nickname. Yeah. I think Peter. I think Peter's gone too far. HR puffin stuff. Where are you gonna go when things get rough? Ah. You know, I was. I, I did look him up today to see. Like, Hold on, I'm just acting? looking at Sean. He's still acting. Hold on, Sean is just trying to. He's like, oh my god, what I get myself yeah. into? I'm getting kicked out of ASU. Yeah. Just <laughs> so go no, ahead. No, no, no. So he's still acting, and I'm thinking Peter North is this guy. You, you mean yeah, acting? He's, no, he's still 
performing, I guess. Would <laughs> yeah, be the word. that's because I thought maybe still streaming. performance artist. Because like Tracy yeah, Lords got streaming. into real acting somewhere. Wow. Well, mm. Somewhat. Yeah, she was in movies. Some years ago. Yeah. 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 She's like 40 something. I'm, I'm thinking Peter North, he's the Vince Carter of the adult <laughs> world. He's still, where he just, uh, he's still got some hops. I mean, he's still uh, He's still got up. his game. He's, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, he's a little I more. I didn't watch till completion, but uh, yeah. <laughs> For his completion? He's he's a little yeah. more rigid. <laughs> you were done before, yeah. so there's no need to continue. Yeah, he's no, a, he's a no. hero of mine. Oh yeah, I mean he's just it's what he's been able to. Oh, survive. but look at the the, the uh, oh, he yeah he's had a lot of work done. I had, yeah yeah. Oh, he's stretched out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> as long as the factory. How, t- is how still tall working. is he? How tall is he? Because you find out that porn stars yeah. are really not very tall. A lot of times you find out they're like 5'2". Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's well, quite that a- makes a lot of sense. That's why I you- didn't get in. Yeah. <laughs> get hey, Frank, when I, I, I used to do a joke when, uh, when I would come out to L.A. that I would say, uh, you know, I'm, you probably see me on TV. I mean, I came out to be a porn star, but I had no success, so I had to get into regular acting. <laughs> <laughs> which was kind of the flip of everybody right. else. I mean, it worked better back uh, in the Peter Norse uh, star days. So go ahead. I'm sorry. No, we, you, we, you gonna, no this is the perfect segue into your award for comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that. I know. Leading this from, is a classy award, too. He's got it. He brought the award. Oh, it's it's in-house now. This is, is nice. In-house. Let's take I a look. I was presented this Saturday, if you didn't hear last week. Uh, past award winners include... Uh, this is the Kurt. No, Vonnegut. no, no! You don't need to tell us. You, you yeah. just show us the award because yeah. I've got, I've got something planned for you. Oh my goodness! It's like you got an asterisk. You got an asterisk, or no, you no, now it, work at a sushi bar. No, and Kurt Vonnegut in the movie, in the book Breakfast of Champions, he would draw, dr- put drawings in his books. That was a sphincter. <laughs> it was. Was it really? Yeah. This is this. I mean, I'm telling you, this guy was. <laughs> really funny <laughs> Toledo but, started the music can you hear the music that's the oh, best I, part I, I love, I love no. the music as I show the sphincter award there it is that, in front of Scott Long the sphincter of credibility <laughs> so many winners of this award Peter Seagal Jimmy Kimmel Steven Seagal <laughs> Katie Seagal's sister who directs sitcoms George once in a while. And also starred in a sitcom called Double Trouble. <laughs> Which is where George we're at Seagal. right now. <laughs> that one left me hanging, son. That's all right. I wasn't sure where you're going. And much like those winners, now Scott Long can hang Kurt Vonnegut's squash spider on his wall. Squash <laughs> He's got a special shirt on. The Kurt Vonnegut. You gotta stand up for us. Though. What does that say? Break dancing troop. <laughs> Breakfast, Breakfast of, of champions. champions. Oh wow. A novel. Scott Long. Mm-hmm. A legend. Thank you, everybody. A hero. A man who would change many lives. He feels so uncomfortable. That's right why now. I want it. No, I don't actually. It's been long deserved. 
Ah, oh, the Greg O'Connor music is perfect yeah. for this. And after it's Scott finished his American Ninja tryout, he realized he should stick with comedy. Even though everyone told him he shouldn't. And now look, he's the only one with a glorious squash spider on his wall. And now for the next award. The Peter North Award. <laughs> the biggest, baddest award anyone had ever seen. And that award is similar in its comedic attempt. It's just a jar of mayonnaise. That you use as a centerpiece for a table. Yes. In the middle of a room between the asterisk 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 and the baseball bat on the other side symbolizing the North Pole. <laughs> the late Scott Long, recipient <laughs> of this year. He's still Kurt alive. Bonnie. Oh, he is? He's still alive. It's yeah. just his comedic career. His has career is dead. We, they gave him an award in hopes he would quit doing it. No, no. He, the award was fine there. Oh. The problem was... Why give it to him then? Please stop doing it here. Here is an award. <laughs> accomplishment up to now. Now, do something new. <laughs> Open a car wash. You've done everything you could here. <laughs> Maybe meet a young man in an airport. Yeah. I rented a house in Indianapolis just over the last weekend. And much to my surprise, the Kurt Vonnegut Award winner offered to shovel the snow from my driveway. <laughs> I was honored. And then I realized there was Scott Long. And this was his new world driveway shoveler. The Kurt Vonnegut driveway shoveler. I offered to play golf with him. Is that right? <laughs> Going back to the podcast ago. Tell me about that. I can't remember the rest of the story. It was just a quick joke that people have to research anyway. I think we should wrap this up and get to something different. We've milked this about as long as we could. At the end of the Kurt Vonnegut Award, much like Double Dare, Scott was covered in green goop by Peter North. Ah, oh, uh, and he won a pair of sneakers uh, from his new friend Jeff Gold. Yes, take these uh, and enjoy them. That's LSU football right now. Next week on Disney Plus, Jeff Goldblum looks at sphincters. <laughs> Show me the emotion you get when you see a sphincter, Jeff. Here is a sphincter surprise. <laughs> Oh, Kellogg's worst cereal. The sphincter surprise. <gasps> Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. Yeah, it's not the music. We'll go on for we, hours we, if that music doesn't stop. We, we We've done this done on, on my show. Yeah, probably. If the music doesn't end, we don't stop. It's annoying. It's pretty much like a John Lovitz interview. Well, evidently, we don't need the music. We ain't stopping. <laughs> yeah. I think we're figuring out why uh, Holmberg's got so many Marconi awards. <laughs> Is that what the? I didn't do anything to you. And now he's no. Playing. I, I oh, just complimented. Nice? You. Oh, I thought I you were taking. I thought that was. I, th I always take compliments as sideways shots. That's because my dad. No, that's no, that's because of you. That is my, that's my brain because that's what I would do. Yeah. No, well, thank you. I guess.
That's how I take compliments. That's the best my I can do. My favorite part is, is you're delusional enough to go after you spent four minutes ripping me and making <laughs> jokes. I didn't do anything to you. I mean, who is ripping you? I, that was Morgan Freeman. Know, it's a character. I, I know you have so many yes men at your station. <laughs> you go, oh yeah, okay, yeah, you were ripping me. I'm you sorry, were, I was but, wrong. I was wrong. You weren't. No, no, you weren't but, mad. But, at no, no, no. Here's the great part. <laughs> You believe if you use a different voice, yeah, it's not, not you. Exactly. Isn't it beautiful. Exactly. Oh, now we are now we are figuring out. I feel like I'm a therapist. We're figuring <laughs> yeah. out how you have spent your whole life being so desirous of using other people's yeah. voices because you have these hostile things to say. <laughs> it's Jeff Dunham. And, and, but yeah, of course, that's what, I do it too. That's how my whole. That's my whole everything. thing on. The NFL on Fox was always make fun of Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Uh, and you could do it because they would tell him, like when Kimmel would do it, he's like, that, that, that's a bad one. That hurts a little bit. But <laughs> right. if I did it, like, it's like wrestling. That's what it's like. I'm, like he's a bad guy wrestler. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Hulk Hogan. I got the same hair, man. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, I've had several affairs in my marriage because I just use a different voice. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations Scott. that is uh hey, that you. is pretty cool no, no, good job it's, uh it's very yeah, neat how was how actually how was the whole presentation was it good was it a lot of fun it was very good you know half the people looked like they were jeff goldblum in the audience you really? know they were all these really thin people wearing black uh suits with white shirts you know they were they were literary people and then i had my fans who are not literary <laughs> Uh, but I did lead because I feel like I like his books, but I said, I think we all, you know, I can remember the first time I read him much like you. And then I'm like, we read this book and I held up the cliff notes for slaughterhouse five (laughs) (laughs) because I believe that most people in college, that was how they, they were forced to read slaughterhouse five. And then they were like, these cliff notes are good. I should read the book. And I heard there's a sphincter. In Breakfast of Champions. <laughs> no, no, he was, he was this, I mean, he was a very irreverent person. He was not classy like Fitzgerald or, you know, romantic like Faulkner. He was like a dude. He was like Carlin writing books. He, yeah. But a science fiction a little bit too. He looked like so, Mark Twain. Are there, he did look like Mark Twain. Are there, uh, like, uh, I, I hate to say it this way, but like nominees, or do you find out you're a finalist for this, or do you know who you're up against? Like the Cy Young kind of I'm thing. I'm not was- allowed to say who the other person was that backed out, but they were really big. Text. <laughs> Is that true? Really big. Text it to me. Really, Text really it to big. me, and I'll say it in a different voice. Yeah. We'll just start just guessing say, who we think it is. Here, here we go. Initial one ring, one ringy dingy. Lily. Oh, don't say anymore. Flowers. Yes, exactly. Porn star from Mike, the forties. The Pittsburgh Steelers coach, Mike Tomlin. That's right. <laughs> Good afternoon. One ringy dingy. <laughs> Two ringy dingy and <laughs> little I can't say your name. Questions. Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know that for a fact. Oh wait, you're just making it up? No. Scott no, Log with the fake news. <laughs> fake news of the day. It's a sham. <laughs> that's what that's what Trump should do is he should pull out he should pull out a sham wow. Look at this. <laughs> this is a sham wow, which is what I say when I look at this trial going on. Sham 
wow, I can't believe they're doing this. Also, I had my sphincter dipped in gold once. It's on my wall, too. Very cool. <laughs> You've been waiting to take this show down Long the sphincter time, the sphincter road. route. I didn't know we were allowed to do the sphincter stuff. No, okay. I didn't. I didn't okay. either. I didn't know. Sphincters I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to happen. You're a comedian. You knew sphincters eventually would pop up. <laughs> I, I don't, and pop I don't believe that's that right seems, That seems the wrong way. <laughs> You know, I do believe maybe there were other issues in Russia in a hotel room, but they weren't the sphincter. <laughs> the golden sphincter. Yes. Listen. <laughs> Did somebody say the Goldblum yeah. sphincter? I would have actually liked, no offense, Scott, I think it's great that you got the award, but I, I would have liked if they'd have given it to Mike Tomlin. <laughs> No, it would have been Mike Tomlin gets this comedy award. Yeah, that's it. Good afternoon. Uh, two, it's got a knee. We're looking at Devin Bush. He's got two feet. We're going to have trouble with that next week. He'll practice as we see fit. We respect that process. Questions. Questions. And the crowd of people in tuxedos are like, you're not. Why are your eyes bugging out? Yeah. What are you doing with your eyebrows? Uh, We respect the process. We got a process. Uh, Questions. uh, Mike Tomlin, I have a question. Can you do surprise? Very good. Now do uh, something verbal. Uh, well, no, you got no, cameras. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. You don't get mad. All right. At me. Uh, I'm uh, okay. Uh, do this. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Perfect. Ah. Anybody else? How about this? How about this? Scared. Ah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Scott, what was the big uh, the big topic you want to talk about in the NFL? You know, I think Goldblum's from Pittsburgh, by the way. Uh, yeah. Is that true? Yes, yes, very Pretty much, sure. very true, very true. Yeah. Uh, that's why I love Mike Tomlin. Were you googling it? Were you? Uh, I just Googled I was, but I, I, I was thinking that I was thinking there was three people that are famous. From he is Dennis, Pittsburgh. how he opened the show last night, Mister Rogers. Oh, right, yes, yes, yeah, Mister Rogers, Dennis Miller, What about Dennis Miller? Michael Keaton. Uh, yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah. No, who I, used to I, run the I mean, uh, the the train on Mr. Rogers' show? Oh, did he? Really? He ran the train to make believe land. He was behind. Yes, the, uh, he did. He oh, was, I didn't know that. He did. he was, he, Is that going to happen in the Tom Hanks movie? I, they'll probably make reference to it. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, I got something for you. <laughs> He's Beatles. He's Beatles. <laughs> hey, Rogers, hey, over here. Do me a favor. What do you think? <laughs> Train's going to make believe land. You want to see me? Hey, uh, He's almost at Ogeron too. <laughs> Everybody's going to turn it. Kind of is. Hey, 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 come here. Uh, Lady Lane, I got something for you. <laughs> boomerang, boomerang, boomerang. Michael Keaton's driving me mad. I wave my magic boomerang and take this umbrella and put it in your sphincter. What's up? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to do it all night. You gave me the opening. I'm What's up with that? Don't that is my that is my favorite impression. By the way, you like you all like week, Lady Elaine? I was. I was like going boomerang, boomerang the whole time. Boomerang, she was so mean. I, I used to have nightmares I, about that lady. She oh, is she the, the creepiest, horrifying. That puppet was awful. I don't. I never understood Popping that. Popping up, looking at Daniel Lyon, and then and then the other one would come around. I don't like her, meow meow, any more than you, meow. <laughs> I think meow. We should leave her house, meow meow. Who lives in a spinning meow house? What's really funny is Fred Rogers, as great as he was, and that was my favorite thing to watch on children's television. My yeah. my brothers like Sesame Street, yeah. but I like Mr. Rogers. Me too. But he really was not a great voice actor. No. They were kind of just they were kind I'm of just Al the X the Owl. I like you, X the Owl. I like Al's meow meow. <laughs> 
Get out of my spinning house! I just Gary. realized something that a lot of your same. characters are better versions of Mister Rogers' characters. Oh, they, they are. They are. I never knew no. Brady Bogan. Yeah. Your sidekick, which you should never call him that uh, no. on the air. Your uh, cohort. Yeah, the best. I went around the house, or the house all the time as a kid, going, "Why don't you make us some lunch, toots?" To my mom, <laughs> and she thought it was hilarious. But I was like, I was serious. I wanted lunch. Do you do King Friday too? Oh yes, of course I do. <laughs> what was his Prince does any but Prince what? Tuesday? How he has, does anyone know what today? <laughs> That's right. Is? I haven't watched for a long time. Today is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that was zero effort. And you know who does the best one? Mike Toomey. Never, Toomey did that whole. Oh, oh he's been, he's Toomey. another Adam yeah. West guy. Oh, he's incredible. Best Adam West. Oh, he's yeah. he's uh. He he was the one I told you about him before that he would go trick or he said he'd go trick or treating as Adam West. Oh. He's like, Greetings, fine citizens. Please place the candy items in this delicately in the bottom so of the basket. Is, and once it touches the other candy, I hope the wrappers are all in containment because I can't have cross contamination. You wily harlequin hooligan. He's actually on. Toomey is on WGN TV now. Oh, really? He does mm-hmm. characters on yeah, WGN that's Morning TV. He's he's one of the best comics yeah. I've ever heard. He does incredible observational comedy and great characters and stuff like that. The knock was when he was becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. My understanding was that he looked a little too much like Seinfeld. Uh, and I think I've seen this guy. I don't. Uh, I'm not he's sure. He's really good. He's just. He's just brilliant, and yeah. he can be low key or he can have energy, and you just go, God, he's just. Did you guys so see smart. the the uh, Mister Rogers documentary a year or so ago? Yeah, I did. That oh, was great. so that day, my five year old dogs in the hospital were doing testing to find out whether there's cancer. So I go to the movies. Uh, it's like the third of July, and we watch. The, I'm a Mister Rogers fan, so I, we go to this thing. I'm trying to keep my cool, but remember the little boy in the wheelchair and him started to sing that song together. It's and the greatest it's moment. It's the greatest years. moment. And I, as a grown man, have a Diet Coke to my left, and I'm sitting at the, I'm sitting in the thing, and I'm watching. I'm like, this is just unbelievable emotion. And I reached for my soda, and that movement alone made me, for the first time in probably 20 or 30 years, go <laughs> out loud at the theater because I started blubbering. Really? It, one move, and I'm <laughs> and I went into that weird can't breathe cry, and I'm like, I can't no. Breathe. Really? I looked at Megan, and I'm like, <laughs> and she's kind of laughing, and she's crying too. And there's two ladies in front of us, and I noticed they were gone. That is the most emotional thing I've seen in, on film in years and then when they have that daniel lyon gets vietnam explained to him i'm like i don't remember this there are a lot of things yeah. where they show you that you don't remember as you were four yeah you yeah. didn't know what was going yeah. on and they just you just saw the puppets yeah. but he was doing yeah but daniel had just evidently watched the nightly news and it scared him i don't like it here it's no fun for me now. <laughs> you know what would be fun trump explaining the nightly news to children. Now you're going to see a lot of different things. Trump here. goes to make-believe land. There's going to be, listen, we're going to take a oh, trolley. he's been there for a long time. Yeah, oh yeah, it's we're a going long to take a trolley to a fantastic place, a place I run, another place I run. It's one of two fantastic places. There's a museum run by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> there is a tree. I'm thinking about running again. Well, it's... <laughs> 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't care if you do. I'm under enormous amount of pressure to run for president against you. There's an old guy living in a windmill trying to give everything away for free. I don't know who that guy is. Oh, yes. You drive me mad. No, you know who I'm talking about. I'm going to spin my house. Bernie Hody. (laughs) Donkey Bernie. Uh, uh, we're over here on the spinning... Well, now, you listen to the lady in the spinning house. We're going to be right back where we started with this nutball uh, in charge of everything. <laughs> now that you've been here, children, now that you've been to the neighborhood of Democrat make-believe, <laughs> don't you want me as your president still? Doesn't that seem a lot better? I want to move to Canada, meow, meow. <clears throat> you know, the you know what? We'll join you. You know what, you old hoot and your pussy? Go ahead. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> He grabbed me by that one, too. <laughs> that, that would be it. That's he the line. We, I missed What's it. your hand doing up there? I'm grabbing. <laughs> Get out of X there, is like, you what pervert. Are you doing? <laughs> well, that was tremendous. We're going to make that. We're going to refine that. Donald Trump Do goes to make-believe land. And it's great. Uh, what is this? I don't even understand. What's Why are you thinking you're king? You're not king of anything. Speedy McFeely. <laughs> Eyewitness. And don't don't even get me into handyman Negri. <laughs> you know the episode when he uh, goes to the uh, VCR and goes oh, to yeah. some factory. Then Trump is going to be like, "We're building things again, making America great." <laughs> Take a look inside this picture. Picture was it with picture? 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 I made. <laughs> that's how much better it is. It's three pictures now. Picture? 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 You know what, you know what, Toledo? This should be a promo when Mister Rogers comes out. Uh, when that, oh yeah, that, we're just gonna. We're, we're from the future. <laughs> I've come from the future to the neighborhood of present make believe. Well, if you remember, if my house spun just so, we'd go back and forth in time anyway, Tits. <laughs> what you say, Tits? She called everybody Tits. I know, and that's what I do, and people complain. <laughs> That's because people hate you, Toots. My hair's the same color and style as yours as well. We have a lot of similarities now that you think about it. very similar. We have the same complexion. I have a man's hand on my puss right now. We're the same. There isn't a whole lot of difference between you and I, except for I'm actually sane. I can believe this could totally happen. Uh, This is is a great, I think this This would be a great sketch. It's the sketch. Trump would be like, okay... It's time finally to cut public television. No more, <laughs> no more funding. Work. I'll do it. Trump, I'll be the I'm next Mister Rogers. I'm going to do public television by myself. Here we go. Yeah. I like to take my time. I like to... <laughs> it's a beautiful day in, in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? <laughs> Please, won't you be mine? I built a wall around my house. It's very safe. You could come in. I don't want neighbors that look different. You're okay, though. Anyway, song's over. Won't you be my neighbor? Look at this. The fish are dead. I didn't do that. Vince. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to change this sweater. Remember the one where the yeah. fish died? Mr. Rogers had to explain that. He looked, sometimes things die. That's okay. And he scoops a dead fish out of the thing when he <laughs> notices them getting this. Like, They're going to like, oh, we'll cut and we'll get that fish out. No. Let's just leave it, and we'll get in there, and we'll take the fish out for the kids. 
And then he just dips this dead fish out, puts it on a napkin, folds it. It takes like eight minutes. It's horrifying. <laughs> it does. It took forever. And I would do it exactly the same way. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> no more fish. That's how we solve problems. I'm a problem solver. Okay. We do it. okay. We did, I did it in college. Didn't I'm taste doing good. it now. It's done. Neighborhood of make it better believe. <laughs> make believe. When I get done with the environment. There'll be no fish. Sorry. That got crazy. What time is it? We got to go. Oh, we got to do some sports. Wow. Time for sports. Yeah, we got to get in. We got a nerding segment. We got a lot. Oh, my God. So, Scott, you had uh, a thing you want to get. Okay, quick theory on football. Holmberg, I want to try this one out. Let's go. Okay. First off, football is the only sport that's impacted by the weather. Baseball, they don't play in the weather. Cancel. Basketball, it obviously doesn't matter. Here's the larger thing. There's college football. There's pro football. The NFL is impacted by weather at the end of the season. So obviously there's a lot of teams like Miami. They would go up to Buffalo or they'd go up to New England at the end of the year or in the playoffs. No chance. Right. Because the weather's too cold. In college football, it's the other way around because what happens is the non-conference seasons in late August and September, I did some research Arizona State, not a football power, correct? Not at all. Getting nine better, and, though. Yeah. Talk about, talk about football. Talk about football. <laughs> Herm Edwards, baby. Talk about, that's, talk, talk about football. That's going to be better. Getting better. They're 9-0 and they, somewhere? They're 9-0 and against Big Ten teams in their career in Sun Devil Stadium. Sean, you know this nine stuff? 9-0. Really? Sean works. Oh, he can't yeah. hear you. Oh, oh. So, yeah, we got to get him. They have never Is lost that, right? against a Big Ten team. I mean, wow. every year they win, and and they've averaged, they've won by twenty three points on average in these games. It was a hundred degrees when they played Michigan yeah. State. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. It was a hundred degrees. Mark Malone. Uh, I used to I do stuff with him. Uh, he used to play. He was right. ASU's quarterback. Ended up in the NFL as a number one pick of the Steelers years ago. But I got to be buddies with Mark, and he told me that Frank Cush, former coach, who the field's named after, uh, they sure. played USC on a day where the they wanted to change it. Uh, the time because they're like the fans won't do it and Kush is like absolutely not and he ran those players ragged saying trust me they'll be gassed out in the second quarter and Malone said sure yeah. enough USC was highly ranked and they were ASU was good but they needed to knock them off and it was like 105 120 on the field he looked over he said at the second quarter and he goes we've got a home field advantage we've never taken advantage of and Frank Kush was right and they trained those guys to just burn I mean of course they wouldn't be allowed to do what he did back then today because it would be abuse but he said, if it wasn't for that, we'd have lost that game. And he said, USC yeah. came in here and just gassed out in a quarter and a half because 105 degrees in that temperature. When I worked at Fox, uniform. the Packers came to play the Cardinals. Yeah. And the Packers were on top of the you know the league, the yeah. division. They were just blowing up uh, the, the NFC. And the, the Cardinals stunk. And they came yeah. in, and they just couldn't perform. Yeah. It was just too hot. And sure. I, I remember the game very well because – it was funny. I went with George Cantor, who opens for me a lot on the road, and um, George took me there, and he went and sat in seats, and because I worked at Fox, I went to the truck and then ended up on the sideline and texted me. He's like, are you on the sideline right now? I'm like, yeah, kind of. I forgot to tell you. I, I do a John Madden voice gets me in. <laughs> Boom. But they never took advantage of the heat, and it's only because they don't want the fans uncomfortable, and, and well, they, they never played those 2 o'clock games uh, in the early part of the season. Uh, the one o'clocks, but they, uh, they they never really took advantage of it. They practiced and they built them a bubble here and all this stuff. Now, finally, they kind of do it and they've got a dome. 
Yeah, I agree. I think that's a the, weird the, stat. The, 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 well, and there's this weird deal, and that is, of course, the, the, Alabama has not played anywhere north of Arkansas in like 15 years. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's true. They do not go. And if they did, they would the do Mason it Dixon line. in yeah. September wow. in Wisconsin or something, but it's not. It's hot. Yeah. So there's that. Then the NFL is the opposite. Look at all the champion teams of the past few years. They're the Eagles, they're the Patriots, they're the Steelers. Yeah. They're all these teams that play in cold weather, Green Bay. And you have to and go through also, there. You have to go through no there. domes. You have to, yeah. in December and January. And then there's two teams in that division. Even the Bears won a Super Bowl since then. There's two yeah. teams in NFC North that have won Super Bowls lately. The Packers and, of course, the Bears that one season. The Lions and the Vikings both have played in domes forever they haven't sniffed. They lost their chances. If you had to go to Minnesota, if Atlanta had to go to Minnesota and not play in a dome yeah. or New Orleans, they would have no chance. So there's that huge advantage that all these teams that play outdoors have in the NFL. So if you're betting on the NFL, keep an eye on that yeah. as the rest of the year goes. Do you think Miami's got a chance if they're going up to Buffalo? Look at the Miami teams, too. I don't even get into that. I'll get into that some other time. But all the Florida teams have problems because they can't go north. Um, so, and well, then that in was college, always the wrap on the Buccaneers. Remember, they didn't win a game under 34 degrees for like eight years. Right. And they were really yeah. good, and they finally broke through the year they won the Super Bowl. Right. right. And, and they then, were just fantastic. That's the only reason they did it. Sean had texted S- me. Hold on one second. Sean had texted oh, me about uh, ASU. All their games are at night pretty much? Yeah. I didn't even realize they've that. changed that. They took away yeah. the home field, and that's because the crowd started to dwindle. It's a it's a right. tough stadium to sit in. That well, Western Sun is evil. Yeah, and uh, and it's tough. So I used to go to those games, and it got really hard. So now they do only night home games, which is smarter lot, for the fans. Are, quite a few on Friday nights yeah, too, right? But you cannot have an advantage like like what Scott's talking about the way the snow yeah. is. Uh, if you play at night, it's it's actually quite comfortable with the sun gone, even though it's 105. You can do stuff in it. I grew up here, so I know that that 105 when the sun's down is tolerable. When the sun's up, it's br- yeah, 105, brutal. When the sun is gone, it's yeah, not that it's bad. It's okay. It, no. it's, you it's, can get it's through. It's very bearable. But, but man, when, when the that sun sun's is on up, you, it's, it's rough. But they did it for ticket sales and the fans and stuff. And I have always and disagreed there, with it. Okay, and there's, there's three of the top five teams in the first, you know, the latest uh, college football poll or SEC teams. None of them ever have to leave the South. That's weird. But – if you live in the Pac-10 or Pac-12 and you're Arizona State, do you have to play at Washington State in the snow yeah. or Colorado in the snow? Yeah. If you're actually Florida State, you have to play up at Boston College. Every conference, if you're Texas, you might have to play at Iowa State or uh, Kansas. Yeah, but there's Every a difference between living but going through the snow or going through cold. People consider that much more bearable and natural than yeah. the heat of Arizona. Well, you Sean can also, die in the heat. Yeah. And the I snow. Think you could die in the cold. Yeah, but it takes longer. You have to be locked but in the that, for a couple that, of days. Is that how it's the formula works? Yeah. It takes longer? You literally can die in like 20 minutes if you're unprepared. And I don't think they want the liability of that, of a guy having a heat yeah. stroke on the field. You don't have a cold Probably stroke. Not. Right, you know. Yeah, but you, yeah. you send you send those Alabama receivers up to Michigan yeah. in November, and let's see how fast they run. They don't on those uh, fields. That's the reason I'm I'm a, I'm kind of down on the SEC. Just the fairness of the yeah. whole thing. 
Okay, the, and uh, here's my picks. Can I do my picks? <laughs> Here we go. By the way, Sean also said because he's a stat machine, and I wanted to get in this. Uh, next time we got to get him some Toledo. Next time we got to get him some headphones so he can hear Scott. He yeah. can't hear Scott. And then um, he also said the last, the first day game was last week, Sean. Yeah, the first day game. Finally in November. Week. Crazy. Yeah, and you're right. You're, you're totally losing the opportunity right. to use your own environment and habitat. Against the other team, yeah, which is what everybody else yeah. like. Gruden talks about how he's like, "Where my dad's Notre Dame? They didn't mow the grass when USC yeah. came there, man." No, was like, we, we, baseball does it all the time. Yeah, slow down. Fast the teams, right? you put out, uh, you know, you, you 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 get that grass mowed fast. The ball gets to the outfield faster. They can't turn singles into doubles, and then you can let the grass grow a little high. You can mow it on an angle so bunts go foul. And if the and if the home team knows it, it takes the visiting team like two or three tries to go. Oh, they mowed it on an angle. The ball is going to roll off, so don't get too close to the lines. It's a total advantage, yes. totally. But yeah, Gruden calls that's gamesmanship, man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly. when, when, the, when the Deflate Gate came around, when that was all happening, I, I got I heard Gruden talk about. It, I was like, that's gamesmanship, man. Yeah, that's part of it. They all they like they're all they don't care. Everybody outside yeah. of it's like that's cheating. The people inside are like, that's how it works. Man. What we do, it's what we do. Everybody's looking for an advantage. All right, so what, Toledo, what's, what, what's Gruden? What's Gruden think of Houston Astros? You heard about cheating. what happened? Oh, they're no. cheating hard. Oh no, what was the yeah. what was the deal there? That's oh. been a big news uh where they supposedly were uh, There it is they again. Cameras. You put that B in there. Uh, again. Put the B I in put there. it in every week. I wrote it down <laughs> to actually use it. Why don't you start? Why don't everywhere. you call it bus bus supposedly or a sphincter? A sphincter. <laughs> You're just mushed up. When people say sphincter, I don't like that. No, I like to say sphincter. I don't yes. like that sphincter. Yeah, don't. Say well, supposedly that's, it works either. That's there's an H in there, isn't there? Sphincter. Yes. Isn't yeah. sphinx- silent. Middle of the sphinx. It's just, riddle of the sphinx. Mm, it's not what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll draw it later. Okay. Okay. I think we don't. You don't need to draw it. Yeah, it's got to hold up the award here. Yeah. Now. The Sphinxster. Okay. While well, I do these picks, I'm not holding <laughs> There it up. is. Hold up the award um, for the picks. And uh, even Steven went four and two. I'm up three games over 500 uh, this week. And I went two and oh in colleges. I'm telling you, colleges are easier. I got three colleges this week. Notre Dame minus seven uh, versus Navy. I'm sorry. I know Navy usually plays them close, but Notre Dame's usually a 21-point favorite. This is a seven-point. There's not one guy that was recruited uh, – that plays for Navy that was recruited to play at Notre Dame. I think there will be a difference to this weekend. Um, I always root for Navy in this game, but take Notre Dame minus seven. Uh, Iowa plus three over Minnesota. Minnesota is now undefeated. They could play in the playoffs. They haven't been ranked this high since 1953. Wow. But they're going to be flat. They beat Penn State last week. That was the biggest win they probably had in 30 years. Cool they're, they're at it. Yeah. So now they're going to lose at Iowa. Here's my favorite. Rutgers is a 53-point underdog to Ohio State. I have never gotten 53 points to start a Take game. Take it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm probably Ohio State will cover. Who cares? Yeah. I want to be up for at least – They'll be at least up until the fourth quarter. You're going to be winning until the fourth quarter. That feels good. You've 53, got three quarters, 53 points. points. And 53. it's a questionable bet. I, yeah. I, 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 I honestly think that there could be a 66 to, you, to 10 a game but here. Wait yeah. a second. If you're the coach, you just slow the game down at that point, right? Uh, and win. You put money on. Oh. Have all your friends put money on and just go. It's slowly. such a huge Don't game. Don't throw. Yeah. 
just Ohio State has yeah, way too much class to ever do anything like what you're suggesting. <laughs> that was you're a right. good joke. <laughs> Thank you. It's not a joke. It's a fact. Yeah, not- Urban's going to okay, make now- a ton of money talking to that coach. Slow down. Okay, Sean now, has like here- every stat. On- Are you just doing this off the top of your head? Like he's got he's got seventy three. They won seventy three fourteen last week. Yeah. Unless, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, fifty three points. You're sitting there like, well, how can I not like what you said? Take the fifty three, but then you're like, there's a good chance no, no. this game goes seventy to nothing. They, yeah, but here, here's here's what's going on. They've got Michigan coming up. Yeah, they're they're, 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 they're not they're going to be a they're, they're going to risk they're not going to exactly. risk guys getting hurt or anything like that. So well, they did that last week, and the four stringer started to put points up. Oh no, no! They, every guy, once again, every guy on Ohio State, third string. Yeah. I mean, look at it. Haskins was the starting quarterback. That's why Joe Burrow left to go to LSU, and it was the happiest day ever for a coach Orgeron. Yeah. When uh, Joe Burrow left, and, <laughs> yeah. and now he looks to be the first Solid. pick in the draft. I'll, okay. That was a good. No, that, no, you let us write in at Orgeron. We got to get into this. Did you make yes. all your picks? Sorry, right? you got everybody out. No, I got, I got three on the pills. Okay. You knew this one was going <laughs> to oh. take six. Let's hear it. We, we we got a little Ed Orgeron because you haven't heard much. I have not heard a ton of it. So hold on one second, Zach. Do you have uh, to have time here, or do you got to get out of here? No, I'm good. I got time. Okay, he's got a couple. I'm not plugged right. in. So all right, there no, you're there. there. Okay, so uh, play a little bit of the Ed Orgeron. Sixty minutes. We know what it was like to watch, but what was this one like to coach? You know what? It's a great game to be in. A great <laughs> press pause. Pause it. Pause, it. So pause it. Pause it. So he came on television, and Michelle, my wife, looks at me, and goes. Yeah. He's faking it. You're kidding. Me. Yeah, that's what this I thought not, when I heard. Like it. she, yeah. she literally thought it was a joke. Yeah. Like it was some type of. She's like, she looks at me like, is this one of your sketches? Yeah. One of your yeah. <laughs> You're doing it because it looks like it could be me. It could look like me. It could be me doing it. Cookie, <laughs> cookie, yes for cookie, yes good enough for me. <laughs> oh. Happy for the state of Louisiana and all the LSU fans and our football team and our coaching staff. Little Wolf Bat Jack in this victory. Ooh. It's a must-deserve victory must for our deserve. football team and our great state of Louisiana and our great university in LSU. Joe Burrow has changed the way this team runs its offense. What does this do for his legacy as an LSU quarterback? Hey, you know, he's one of the best we've had here. <laughs> but we still got four games left. That isn't real. We're going down the road. We're going to try to win them every every game. Does he sound like that all the time? Back yes. Yeah. That's his speaking stops. Cut it till that he, that's not him all the time. No, all the or... time when he's just talking, yeah. he gets it, and it's like he would have to be the greatest actor in the world. The thing is, he's not going anywhere. He's never leaving LSU. No, not you're now. Ne- no, you're never going to see him go. I'd like, I'd like to thank everybody for coming here and watching me coach the University of Notre Dame. <laughs> that was a lot of you fun, know, he, but I'm making my way to the... New York for the New York Giants. I'm going to be coaching out there. <laughs> here and then is, San Francisco for the He was the interim coach at USC. Yeah, really? yeah, for like for eight little, games, and yeah. and uh, it was basically his voice that kept him from getting the job. He actually had a good record. It's probably a rough interview. Well, here's his voice at yeah, the he was just at in the press conference, more sense yeah. not after the game. Here's his right, voice. So press conference voice coming. Right, this is him calling. Three yards in that last um, first down to seal the game. It's even funnier. Our team's happy. We're going to protect the team tonight. Get rested tomorrow. Get well. Got a lot of guys banged up. It's a physical fight out there. Oh, no, miss. Any questions? Oh, no, miss. Yeah. There is a great Wow. There is a great one. Look up uh, Ed Orgeron doesn't like to be interrupted in press conferences. This is the best interrupting Ed Orgeron press conference. But this, after this win, after LSU beats Alabama 
And he's like, well, don't, why don't you have ourselves a ham sandwich? Everything's going to be fine. He really did. He's a ham sandwich. My wife and I shared a ham sandwich. Go home. Do you think Nick Saban's sitting home going, dear God, can you believe I lost to this jackass? <laughs> How did that happen? You, you come across all uh, heavy and crazy and stuff, but uh, what you are is a phony intellectual. Uh, I'm a real man. I lost to a goddamn Muppet. <laughs> how how does that happen? Big young man from Destrehan, Louisiana. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, guys! <laughs> hey! I'm having a press conference, okay? It's basketball <laughs> practice. Just listen to this. That means shut hold up. Hold on, just uh, listen. Great young man. So proud that we have him. Uh, great parents. And uh, we fixed a young man. We had to fix the line of scrimmage. We wanted to get bigger. I'll stop. Hey! Stop the ball! Stop the drill! I'm having a press conference! Oh my god. That is amazing. That doesn't seem. Like Who doesn't stop? He's so real, though. Yeah. Like nobody else should do that. But no. the fact that he turns and goes, Could everybody stop? <laughs> I'm having a press conference! Jeff Goldblum! Stop talking! <laughs> I uh, I have these new sneakers I have to talk about. No, no, no. Not during my press conference. Jeff Goldblum. You're, I don't care. Who you are, where you been, Jeff Goldblum? It's basketball practice. I'm uh, trying to practice wait, wait, wait. basketball in my new sneakers. Wait, wait a second. There's some oh. kind of witch doctor in two places. Okay, okay. There's Everyone. a big, there's a big Jeff Goldblum over here. <laughs> Little Jeff Goldblum. How am I holding Jeff Goldblum? Fascinating. Oh. There's one of the Muppets that's full-size uh, screaming at us for uh, our practice. I think we should probably listen. Uh, or not. Whatever. Can you be, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have a press conference. All right. I'm trying. Okay. I'm gonna, Calm no, down. Zip it. The zip giant it. Zip. phony man. He's having thank a... You, thank you. He's <laughs> polite enough. Thank you. Thank you. I'll say it again. Can you believe I lost a game to this guy? That is the silliest thing. Uh, can you believe I was playing basketball and, uh, and uh, he was there with my yeah. new sneakers, <laughs> my new uh, Kyrie's, and oh, hold on. Thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, he! I want to see a Disney Plus show about him. There is nothing better than or- Ed Orchard. Nobody would say, okay, uh, Zay- Saban trying to stop. It, uh, okay, uh, hold on a second. Kill those guys. <laughs> Dear God. His face is great in that clip, too, because it's like he's in the middle of it and you just see his eyes get bigger. <laughs> oh, stop all this. I'm stopping it. Hold, hold on one second. I got to take care of this. <laughs> he's had it. Guys, what? The heck are you doing? He looks like my grandmother if she went through the transition. <laughs> I, I, I have was... uh, an announcement uh, for the family. I, I would like to be called Ed from now on. Edna. <laughs> Edna is now Ed. Uh, it... I'm having a sexual transition. <laughs> I'm switching out. A pre-op. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the testosterone. The hormones. Uh, that's how you deal with that. I'm going to Johns Hopkins. I'm also <laughs> going to be the drummer in the Muppet Band. Animal. Animal. Woman! We're going to have to have together. 
<laughs> I'm gonna watch everything this guy does for me. Oh, it's just it's too much fun, and the, he he fits himself into that shirt somehow. I think he and Mike Leach should do a cross country road trip oh, together. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, that yeah. There's a there's a but Disney he, Plus show. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah. it, there's a. Hey, I, Coogan and Bryden did that uh, trip thing over in England where the two comedians just rode around in England together and joked, this is it. This is the trip in America. God, he's funny. I think we just found out that uh, Ed Orgeron now is the coach of the LGBTSU Tigers. That Shirley Skaggs, my grandmother, would be the Ed Orgeron coach of that. LGBTSU. Listen here. Listen here. There's going to be a, tremend- a tremendous opportunity for all of us. I'm going to share a ham sandwich together. <laughs> I got to get a ham sandwich. I got a ham sandwich. It's not a euphemism. I uh, don't eat ham, but I will if you keep uh, screaming at me. Uh, ham. Yes. Good. Oh. Could you settle down for a second? Yeah. Okay. So I'd have a press conference. <laughs> what was the name of those giant Muppets that... Like full size costume Muppets that would come. Well, out. one of them was Sweetums. <laughs> That's right. He kind of was. He is Sweetums. <laughs> hey, guys, you, what about me? <laughs> Moving That's right it. along in search of good That's time and it. good news together. We co- oh, guys, but I'm at the used car dealership. I'm ready to go. I packed my big bag. I didn't shave. <laughs> Sweetums. Sweetums. That's who that is. Yeah. Okay. I got all Muppet names. All right. If there's That's solid. I can't Sweetums remember people great names. Yeah. People names, lots of trouble. Yeah. Muppet names. Freedoms. I would have forgotten. Lou Zealand and his yeah. flying fish. I get you in my flying I fish. I loved that guy. All right, we gotta get. We gotta get. Done. We've done too much sports now. Yeah. Are we done? Uh, no, we've got to do. Our, God, let's. Yeah. That's it. That's the go. show. Uh, all Can done. Can I get my picks? Oh, you got to finish your picks. Yeah, I just say the Chiefs plus four are, are minus four against the Chargers. The Dolphins plus five and a half versus the Bills. The Dolphins are good all of a sudden. Hold on a second. Try to do press conference. All right, go ahead. And I like the Cardinals plus 13 and a half against the 49ers. 49ers without George Kittle again this week. That's their offense. That's huge. Yeah, him being out is yeah. big. 13 and a half. I'll take those. All right. So there you go. 53. You're, wa- you're watching the scores scrolling. Yeah. All day. Just go, Ohio State, they're up by 48 yeah. with four minutes left. This I buy the hook, though. Cover. If it's 53 and a half, I'm buying the hook. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Isn't that crazy? Man. Yeah. Why not? Make it happen. Can I give you my present? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the present. This is real quick, though, because this is from a good friend of mine, Colin Boyd, gave me this years ago, and I I love it. That's going up here in the it. Yeah, I think it fits here better than anywhere else. It's Nikolai Volkov flipping us off in a high school (laughs) locker room that he agreed to do. uh, I'll hold that up for the camera there. That he agreed to you do. You did that as Jeff Goble. I hold that. I hold that for the camera. Uh, 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 staging. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's got his award up too. Wait a second. Hold yeah. on a second, guys. Nikolai Volkov just popped out of <laughs> out of his finger. His finger. <laughs> so this Scott Scott Long's finger just uh, created '80s uh, superstar Nikolai Volkov. Uh, this is uh, at a high school, evidently, where he was. He agreed to wrestle for the kids. <laughs> and then they took a picture of him and he snapped that shit. And he is really man spreading. Oh, yeah. He's got no option. All I remember from him is Russia, number one. <laughs> Iran, number one. America, <laughs> And I'm going to get you know rid of the Iron him? Sheik yes. as well. <laughs> Listen, Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov, not allowed in my ring. Iron Sheik. 
Come on, shave the mustache. You're not. What one thing you're not going to do is get me in the camel clutch. I've never been camel clutched. I've been body slammed, suplexed, camel toed. <laughs> that happens to the best of us. Uh, is that it? Nope. We got to do the. Uh, yeah, that's it. I keep, okay. I keep trying to scare. Uh, no, Zach. No, we uh, we've been doing the segment uh, that uh, we it was originally a full show yeah we're just going to try and revamp the segment but that was a failure to the best. so something yes, else had 100 percent. Right? <laughs> so what we're trying to do is uh finesse it into a fantastic tremendous segment and here we go my name is frank caliendo a year ago my daughter juliet broke her elbow in a freak trampoline accident during her recovery she became a huge superhero movie fan. Mostly the MCU. She wanted to know more about the characters in the movies, where they came from, and what might happen next. I realized that to be a better dad, I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. To the outside world, I'm a guy on a bunch of sports and sketch TV shows. But in this podcast, with the help of my comic book and pop culture expert friends, I'm gaining as much geek knowledge as I can and fighting crime. There's no crime fighting. But I wish there was. And I am nerding out. All right, so Zach, you uh part of the former Comic Playground troupe, uh, which is an improv group that also did comic book um, selling. I don't know. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> so you, uh, before we get into this in your segment where you're going to give us a bunch of facts and information about, I don't even know what your subject is. What's your subject this week? Oh, you haven't given that? No, I, I did. Originally I was. We'll get but, to it. Uh, all right. You want to keep it a surprise? We'll yeah, keep it sure. Surprise. You actually worked at Disney for a while. We were talking about Disney Plus earlier. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, before <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was there. <laughs> uh, and uh, you talked to some people about some of the technical stuff going on because you were a lawyer over there right no 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 you no. i worked on the technical lawyers. side oh you did yeah and they've gone down since you've well, left i don't want to say they've gone down necessarily but it um you're worried about trying to get back in with them I, exactly okay please, please hire Not, me this no, podcast I'm, isn't <laughs> important enough to screw that over. nobody will hear. no you always talk um, about them great yeah so uh it's just weird because from a technical perspective Launching something that actually has that many viewers is not. I mean, it happens regularly by Disney, right? And they were they overloaded. Have, they weren't expecting, yeah, what I, they got. They, right? They weren't, but I don't know how they couldn't. I mean, with the marketing that they were doing was, in advance, I think they assumed and, people had jobs that they all weren't going to do it at seven in the morning, which is what happened on the East Coast. Everybody, nobody first, works anymore. Just look that's at Instagram. True. When Your do people look at point. Instagram between ten and six? Excellent. Point. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't. So, were the, you talked to some friends that were surprised by it? Yeah, a little bit, just because um, Disney has the infrastructure to manage it, right? The, watch ESPN as an app is something that obviously gets a lot of viewers. Um, ABC as an app, uh, Disney like for kids, they're the, all their kids programming. There's apps for that as well for and streaming. They only, on the Disney, so, on those streaming apps, there's only one program, and the kids watch the same one over, yeah. and over and over. I always think that because there's Disney kids, there should be Disney. And I'm going to start it right after I'm done with the neighborhood. <laughs> right, it's going to have to be a thing. <laughs> Disney After Dark? Yeah, Disney After Dark. They have to eventually get into that element. There's too much money in it. Disney After Dark, or as I like to call it, Dad. <laughs> ah, that's, that's beautiful. Creepy. I, I out-creeped you. You creep me And you have enough. Nikolai Volkov <laughs> yeah, spreading eagle. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so uh, so yeah, so they they were a little taken aback and surprised, but yeah, but they'll pick it up. I'm not worried. Yeah, yeah, I, it's Disney. They own a big part of Earth. All the majority of it. It's All right, there. so what is your subject for today? What are you going to uh, teach us? Can about? I stop him a second? I just want to make sure. He doesn't do, like, NFL picks. I was hoping <laughs> that he's not going to take my segment. Uh, but I might take the college football one. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's What's, my – All he cares about is Michigan. Yeah, that's you don't have a pick for the Michigan-Michigan State game? No, that's that's a game that nobody should uh, touch. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. I, I, hey, great to meet you, by the way. It's a, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Especially with that sphincter out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waving the sphincter around like the weather's nice. So I'm going to take you guys back. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yeah, yep, we are ready. It's in 1996. Dolly, the first clone sheep, was born. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cowboys won their last Super Bowl. Haven't stopped talking about it. True. Topher was, for some reason, one of the 10 most popular baby names. Um, but maybe the most important thing that you happened. think that was Topher Grace? Yeah, it gotta be. I Topher, think it had Topher. to be. That's was that seventy show? show out yet? I or people yes. misspelling tofu? Yeah, tofu. Weirdly popular <laughs> it was, name it, in the nineties on the East Coast. You got any of that? Uh, you got any of that Topher there? Or get some of that Topher over there. Okay, <laughs> really picked up there. But uh, but a book came out. Maybe the most important thing. Uh, first one in a series called A Song of Ice and Fire, uh-huh. which listeners may recognize as the title of the first book, which was A Game of Thrones. Um, so, if you are one of the nerds who knew A Game of Thrones before frat boys started walking around with the shirts that say, I drink and I know things, you <laughs> have potentially waited. <laughs> He's a good writer. He's good. Eh, do my best work here. Uh, but you've waited since 1996 to find out who will ultimately sit on the Iron Throne of the fictional land of Westeros. Uh, the cast of characters you may know, um, the Starks, Targaryens, Lannisters, and a whole host of other major and minor he's characters. He's one. Yep. Snow. Snow. Jon Snow. Ah, he's a Stark, guys. Or, or is I don't he? want to give anything away. I'm Edgar Targaryen. Uh, You're the bastard. But, but this is, you guys bring up a great point because keeping track of the characters is harder than figuring out who's on yeah. which NBA team this year. Like, where's Paul George? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. True. There is, there is a, there are some uh, definite. Uh, That's why we always did the game of clones, trying to figure out where everybody was. Who's Lord Buccaneer with? Oh, Lady Elaine. She's back. That's great. How great is that? It's a great one right there. What is going on with the guy turning into rocks? These Stone Man, as I like to call Stone them. Man. Lord Stone Man is taking care of Scarface <laughs> right now. I'm dealing with that. And here comes the little guy from Four Weddings and a Funeral, but it's not the same guy. They just look alike. Dude was also in the Sandler movie that didn't do well. Click. Sandler bomb. Sandler that is bomb. his name in Westeros. Ridiculous stupid. Here comes Catherine Hepburn in a blue hat. Just got a fax from the Three-Eyed Raven. <laughs> <laughs> There's the one kid that now looks like the crippled BG. <laughs> I guess that's as good as time as any. <laughs> Get back in. Bring it in. It's time for you to start or we won't stop. <laughs> Keep it going. What's that? What just happened there? I don't know. Should Game of Clones is just, a, it's addictive. It does not get better than this. Nope. And it'll never get worse. <laughs> keeping, keeping it even. Oh. I just got an email. Ouch. What the hell was that? I thought I had a job for five years, Ned Stark. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's actually a perfect transition too, because why a perfect transition? Perfect transition. Because why is it so? Why did it become so popular? Yeah. Right. Uh, because if you know anything about the TV show, any, anybody can die at any time, um, and which maybe isn't like surprising in 2019 when you you get like The Walking Dead, The Sopranos has already happened, but like the 90s, pe- people were happy. They didn't have Twitter, um, and George R. R. Martin was like killing characters that people had spent hours of reading, you know, getting to know and love. Um, and I do mean a lot of hours. Like if you add up the run times of all of the episodes of the entire show, all eight seasons, you end up at around 75 total hours. The audiobook length of just the last two books in the series alone comes in at more than 80 hours. Oh my which, God. Which, oh. Yeah, and nobody reads as fast as the audiobooks, right? No. So how much time does it take for normal people to get through that? Do you guys put audiobooks on faster speed? I don't I, do audiobooks either. Yeah. Okay. I do, I no, do. Uh, yeah. but I don't put them on faster speed. It, it throws me off. It does ruin it a little and, bit, yeah. but and, I, and I've done I it at times. just add in that I really feel like if I'd have won the George R. Martin Comedy Humor Award, all the nerds would be coming to my shows. I'd be filling theaters, but instead I have this piece of... <laughs> Spanker, it's not. <laughs> he keeps showing that, it. That that I that I need now. You know, is I'm, I'm shoveling snow. That's basically what my uh, second job is. So so go ahead. I'm sorry. You're the king go. of the driveway north. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for the sphincter. I love the wall in that show. It's great. Hold on, hold on. How does this happen? Hold on. Hold We're on. supposed to be memorizing get, this stuff. Get a quiet for a second. He's Odor. I'm trying to sit on the hot throat. Sorry. I feel bad. Yeah. What are you saying? Bad. Hold. Ah. The oh. Door. Oh. Ah. Chivalry. <laughs> he waited for that to end. All right, go ahead. I didn't want to cut that off. No. Uh, so uh, people could die, right? Uh, but they weren't just like normal deaths because the way that the book is written or the, the series is written is uh, something called third person omniscient, uh, which if you don't remember from seventh grade English, it means you would read the chapter um, and you're, you're not seeing it for actually from their perspective, but you do get the thoughts and feelings that the characters are going through. And so in each chapter, let's say it's the, there is no Hodor chapter because that would be ridiculous. But let's say it's the Arya Stark chapter. It's all from like her thoughts and feelings and what she is experiencing uh, without straight up being first person. But even those characters could die. So you think that you're getting to know this person, but then, right. then they're gone and you, you, know, <clears throat> you were bought into them. So uh, as of the last book, there have been 31 distinct viewpoint character chapters, um, and many of them are already dead. Uh, in fact... In every prologue or epilogue, every single one of those characters has been killed in the series so far. Um, And so uh, probably uh, the most compelling thing is that compared to other fantasy heavy hitters like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, there's no real obvious good or evil, um, at least in terms of sides. There's certain characters that you... They're all evil. Or or maybe they're all evil, right? Like one chapter, you want that character to die. But now then you see it from their perspective, from that third person, person omniscient. And then you realize, okay, maybe there's a lot more to this person that means they're, they're not purely evil or they're not purely good, and you can see kind of where they came from. Um, and so to me and, and to a lot of the readers and viewers of the show, uh, it's, it's much more interesting than 
you know, magical nature elves fighting a guy called the Dark Lord, right? Right. Like, you don't want the Dark Lord to win. He's called the Dark Lord, or maybe you do. I don't know. But then you're a terrible person. I'm a big person. fan of the Dark Lord. That is always <laughs> the most interesting one. A lot of fun. And I'm not big on little fairies. <laughs> big little, fairies. Little big little. fairies, though, scare me to death, so they, and they vote. On this podcast, which which do you guys think? What what Game of Thrones character do you guys feel like you uh, fulfill? I'm Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> I was thinking more Joffrey. Joffrey. I'm the mother of dragons. I feel like I'm Reek. I feel like that's kind of how I'm treated. <laughs> Before or after? Oh, I guess Reek was after, uh, after right? Reek was after. After yeah. Reek after. Yeah, yeah, especially when my jokes are told, then I feel like I'm Reek. You've been emasculated. Like I'm just supposed to take, take it. Okay, God, that that was for me. I'm All sorry, right, please. What else go you ahead. got? I think I'm Sansa, but like I'm... <laughs> I used to call her girl boy George. They looked exactly the same. Culture club. Really want to hurt you? <laughs> yes. What do I want to do with you? Really want to make you cry? Kiss you or find out you're boy George? You're beautiful and you're confusing. Karma chameleon. That's exactly what she was to me. She comes and goes. She comes and goes. I don't know what the words are, so I'm going to just mumble this. Okay, go. <laughs> so, uh, so like, a lot of watchers, viewers of the TV show felt it ended too abruptly. Right. Um, but uh, readers of the book would prefer a little bit of haste because um, it's taken a while. So there was another fantasy series called Wheel of Time uh, by an author called, named Robert Jordan. Um, his first book came out in 1990. He died in 2007 after book 11 of 14. Uh, but fortunately, he left enough notes for someone else to, vis- to completely finish it for him. Um, and he was only 58 years old. So uh, George, Georgie boy, um, is 71 um, and looks like the kind of guy that could die tomorrow. <laughs> he really seems to like food. Um, and um, if you look at that Robert Jordan series, it only took the backup author only eight, eight years to finish three of those Wheel of Time novels to finish out the series. Um, Song of Ice and Fire fans were, like, are jealous of this because um, it's been eight years just since the last book came out. Um, that was back in July of 2011. It was called A Dance of Dragons. Uh, it was book five of what was originally planned to be a trilogy, um, and it weighed in at 1,056 pages. Ugh. Yep. And so for context, the TV show first aired just a couple of months before that one came out. Oh, my God. Um, so you could forgive HBO for thinking that George might be done with the books by the time the show would end because they'd only averaged a gap of three years between books at the time. Um, so at that rate, he would have finished by 2017, which is two years <clears throat> before the show ended up wrapping. Um, so you may have heard the joke that goes, why isn't George R. 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 Martin on Twitter? Uh, because he already killed 140 characters. <laughs> um, and so that just tells you how old it is because Twitter updated to 280 characters in 2017. <laughs> uh, when he was supposed to be done. He should have been done yeah. killing all 140. So the sixth and seventh books are still supposed to be published eventually. They're already titled uh, The Winds of Winter and A Dream of Spring. George expects them to be more than 1,500 pages uh, each. Impossible. And he has joked that Air New Zealand has his permission to imprison him on the island until he finishes if he doesn't finish the next book before an event called 2020 Worldcon in New Zealand. Um, so um, it took 130 years to finish La Sagrada Familia in Barcelona, a big cathedral. Uh, so comparatively speaking, 23 years maybe isn't that bad. 
Um, or maybe the series will just never end. It can be like, uh, it's called the Ryugong Hotel in North Korea, which was set to become the tallest hotel in the world if it weren't for the cost and poor structural integrity. So you can say what you want about A Song of Ice and Fire, but at least there's integrity to its structure. The only thing Boom. longer of that, the only thing longer than that, this podcast. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> well, this is the song. All right, quiz us. Here we go. You ready for it? Yeah. All right. Tyrion Lannister. Damn it, I forgot everything. I'm I just trying so hard to remember it. Mm, I think you're going to get them, though. So what is the name of the book series that inspired the Game of Thrones the series TV show? Ice and Fire. No, 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 no. The, the one that inspired? Oh, that, yeah, it was the... The, the ice I've fire seen thing. fire, Close. and I've seen that's right. Rain. James Taylor's it's, it's fire. James and Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Uh, so, what is third person omniscient? Oh, Jesus uh, that the characters are—they're speaking. It's not them speaking to you directly, but they—you're—you're uh, you're feeling it from their perspective. Yeah, and you learn this in seventh grade. It's—it's it's almost like an outer body experience from their perspective. Correct. Yes. Okay. Pretty much. Yep. That's not fair. Frank learned that at Mad TV. <laughs> he was having an outer body experience. Because he missed yeah, out in seventh grade. Before each sketch, they would say that, right? Do you, Frank? Okay, now think about third, third person omniscient. Third person omniscient. Narrated yeah. in your head is Morgan Freeman. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, what is the name of that Robert Jordan fantasy series? That I oh, something wheel. Wheel of Fortune, the spinning wheel, the the wheel, wheel of sky time, the wheel of time. Yeah, and that was late in the uh, ah. late in your information too. Well, it was yeah, in the middle and late. I had already lost your attention at that point. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, good. So, Fortune. who had who wrote a song of ice and fire, or who is the author? We just said. Oh no, no. I thought it was George, okay. George R. 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 Martin. Martin. That's George right. Martin. Yeah. He's given us some easy ones. Yeah, that was um, a cakewalk. Yeah, I, I, I lobbed that one over the plate. Yeah, but I second guessed it because it was seemed I know, too easy. It seemed like because <laughs> that's what Zach does. I'm really trying to trick you here. Uh, so, when, the Beatles. When <laughs> when did the last book and the first season of the TV show come out? Uh, eight years ago. It was 2011. 2011. Nice, quick math. There. Thank you. How many books are there supposed to be in A Song of Ice and Fire? Oh. At this point. How many are supposed to be right now? Yeah. Sixth one should be done, and there's supposed to be seven. Yep. Dang. Um, where do the books take place? Is that a trick question? Uh, in George R. R. Martin's house? <laughs> in his mind. Technically, I'm right. Uh, uh, Westeros. Westeros is what I would have said. There you go. Westeros. Okay. Uh, mm, what was nice. one of the ten most popular baby names in 1996? Got it. Topher. Topher. Well done. Boom. How Reek. many hours? About how many hours long? <laughs> Scott Long with the yeah. singer of the show yeah. right there. That's a good one. <laughs> the new kid's Reek. My brother's name's Rico. That's the great. Italian version. That's true. I love Rico. We'll he's, call him Reek. He's your good more. brother. Reek. Hey, Reek. <laughs> I, we do call him Reek. Hey, Reek. There's a reason. Hey, hey Rico. Uh, about how many hours long are the combined last two audiobooks? 1,000. No, those were pages. Oh, that's Hours great. long were... Combined? Combined. Uh, well, I only gave the combined. 1,500? Oh, then it was 80. Yes. Okay. 15,000. That's pages. And uh, finally, Hour a page. where does Paul George play basketball? Man, game? that's a tough one. That was an easy one, actually. That was the Clippers. You should have used Chris Paul. I, I thought about putting Chris Paul in there instead. That would have been better because and, everybody hears about Chris, you know, because of, of George going to uh, But it's at OKC? Yeah, but he's at OKC. All right. no, that's okay, that's one. where I get him confused. Okay. All right, Zach, I have a question for you. I may have an Who answer. Who did John compare Sansa Stark to? Boy George. What about uh, uh, 
uh, what's his name? The crippled one. Bran? Yeah. You compared him to somebody? Oh. Ooh. That's where I tuned out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is he shame because he looks like one of the lost Bee Gees? Oh, Bee Gees. oh yes. the Bee Gees. Yes. Uh, when Barry shoved him out of the window and says nobody sees the Bee Gees together like they, this. But he was staying Because he was on top of Maurice. <laughs> and he yeah. pushed him out. Got what you said. Got what you said. <laughs> I, I thought it would be fun to come back at you with something. Yeah, that was great. Once him. again, fifty percenter. All right, we hit on everything two or three times. We got to some sports. We tried. By the way, before it gets too late, did anyone see OJ Simpson's uh, Halloween costume? <laughs> no. You didn't. No. He did a tweet, no. and he had a visor and hair and a Patrick Mahomes jersey. Which is a natural turn to go, uh, Patrick Mahomicidal Maniac. Hello, Twitter world. I'm dressed up as Patrick Mahomicidal Maniac. I got some uh, emails that people want to ask. Dear OJ, how do you get out of child support? <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> Left-handed. Left-handed. <laughs> Look at that. There he is, the picture of him as Patrick oh, Mahomicidal he, Maniac. Oh, I thought you were making it up. No. Isn't it? Uh, it's an awesome gift. I'm Patrick Mahomicide. <laughs> Isn't it easy for a former football player to dress as a football player? Yeah, for Halloween though. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's known for something else now. I uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, now, if he dressed as Manson, it would be really inappropriate. <laughs> Little hello, hello, Twitter world. I'm dressed as Charles Manson for no good reason. <laughs> we have nothing in common. I actually, I'm OJ Bundy. Yeah. I killed people. He never did. In fact, we're the odd couple. <laughs> we met in prison. OJ! He's not bad. Quiet down! <laughs> Sorry about that. Try to have a press conference over here. <laughs> Next year, I'll dress as him. OJ Ultra. But, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't want to make me mad. I'm sorry, Patrick. I'll just keep it there. Hello, Twitter world. All right, now end it. Sorry, I just wanted to bring that up because it's almost too late to talk about after Halloween. Yeah, that's a brilliant, uh, brilliant end of the show. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Zach Coleman, Sean Always Slade, a pleasure. questioning yeah. uh, all his decisions, everything about this turning out it is like the making the band. Scott Long, thanks for sitting for a while, even though you're a major part of the show. Congratulations yeah. on your award Scott, once again. Major award. Ma- major award. Major award. We can now mention you in the same sentence as Jimmy Kimmel and Alec Baldwin. Whereas before we could not. Yeah, we're Italy. Like Berbiglia. Berbiglia. My Ber. I guess Gre- uh, Gary Gordon. It'll never end. My Berbiglia. Berbiglia. I like words without uh, vowels. <laughs> Berbiglia. Berbiglia. This is my favorite. My favorite. That's how I pronounce it. All right, shut it down. Cookies! That's enough. (laughs) Gotta turn him off or he won't stop.